youths as vessels unto honor. Text, 2 Timothy 2 verses 19-23 I want to begin with the opening word in our Bible reading today. Nevertheless, this word also means, notwithstanding or irrespective of popular opinions or despite the popular saying in this modern Christian age, God's solid foundation remains true. His truth has not changed in our ever-changing world of compromises and indulgences. You have been told that this time is different and that things must be done differently. The question I am asking is, how much impact are we making as we take this new path and neglect the ways of the scriptures? We have removed the ancient landmarks which our fathers have set, and this is against the will of God, Proverbs 22 verse 28. Whereas God is calling us to walk in the old path, but we have refused. Jeremiah 6 verse 16. We have refused the way of rest and chosen the path of destruction, may God have mercy on us, Proverbs 14 verse 12, and 16 verse 25. In this kingdom, there is a standard foundation. In fact, there is no other foundation that needs to be laid than that which has already been laid, and that solid foundation is Jesus Christ. Everything must be built on this foundation, 1 Corinthians 3 verse 11. Friends, God knows his own. Let no one deceive you, God's people know themselves. You might have heard people remark this way, only God knows his own. As true as that statement is, God's people also know themselves. If you are a child of God you can't but know. The Bible says in John 1 verse 12 that as many as received Christ have been given the right to be called God's children. If they are children and heirs of God, how can they not know? Let those who are called Christians, the choirs, youth leaders, evangelists, pastors, ministers, etc., depart from sin. They must flee from sin and must not sin. As it is written, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 17 to 18. You have been bought with a price, not of corruptible seed but of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, 1 Peter 1 verse 23. There must be zero tolerance for sin in your life. Until this condition is fulfilled, God can do nothing with your life. Many people, mostly the youths want to do something for God, but they don't understand the principle of God's anointing. There must be sanctification before ordination or anointing. Whenever God has a special mission, or important task to send a person, He will first make you holy, Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb I knew you, before you were born I sanctified you, I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Do you notice that sanctification came before ordination in that text? Also in Isaiah 6 verses 5 to 9, God had to cleanse the prophet before commissioning. God does not want anyone to go and be representing him out there. That is why the matter of holiness is non-negotiable. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. 2 Peter 1 verse 15 to 16 and KJV. In God's house, God has so many departments and he needs people with different abilities to function in them. However, there is a common denominator for choosing his vessels, 
and it is holiness. The department where you function does not matter. Whether you are a toilet cleaner, pulpit minister, secret prayer warrior, or intercessor, God will reward only based on faithfulness. He will not reward the preacher more because he is seen by many but he will reward based on how faithful you are at your duty post, how to become a vessel unto honor. The main condition is that you must purge yourself from sin and live a holy life. God can so anoint you that you will be far more honorable and useful than the people before you. Do you remember Stephen and Philip, they were chosen to be deacons alongside five others? But they distinguished themselves in such a way that they did more exploit than their contemporaries. God will only use vessels that have been washed and sanctified through the word of God and the blood of the Lamb, John 17 verse 17, John 15 verse 3, Hebrews 13 verse 12. Some may ask, what should I do to maintain my status as a vessel unto honor? You must flee youthful lust, passions, and desires. Flee from cheap sex, alcohol, pleasure, parties, worldly entertainments, and other indulgences. Rather, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace among believers. You must at best remain among the company of the saints. Remember, iron sharpens iron. You must not fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. There is no fellowship between light and darkness, therefore flee from every semblance of darkness and evil. You must stay focused and not be distracted, the journey is far, just keep going. Permit me to close with this statement, if any man or woman will purge himself or herself from sin, God will be obliged to use such. Will you present yourself to Jesus who can purge you today? Remain in the vine so that he may continually purge you and your life will begin to produce fruits, John 15 verse 2. There can be no in-between, you must decide to be pure today or be discarded. Your availability is not important if you are unusable. No matter how shiny a golden cup is, if it is dirty, no one will drink from it. Likewise, no matter how talented or graced you are, you will only be poisoning people's lives if you are unclean. Will you make a new turn and decide for Christ afresh today? It is time to make that decision to be holy so that you become God's special vessel unto honor. You can now pray.